Hi, thank you for tuning into this short story episode of the Digital Nomad Stories podcast. Over the past months, I've interviewed a lot of digital nomads and I've learned so much from all of them. I wanted to highlight some of the key insights I got from all the interviews released so far. So I decided to release a 10 to 15 minute short story episode every Thursday, in addition to the full interviews that go live every Monday. Hey Nomads, I have another cool short story episode for you, at least I think this is a cool one, because in this episode I'm talking to Neil Parak and he is the founder of Made This, a local cleaning company that he runs remotely. Of course, like cleaning is not something that you can do remotely, but he found a way to set this company up in a way that he can be remotely and everyone who would traditionally be in an office they're all remote, so he works with a remote team. And then the only people who work locally are the cleaners themselves. I mean, because that's the hard part to do remotely, right? So I think this is a really interesting business model. And that is also why I wanted to uh, give you a little bit of like a sneak peek in this interview. This is my favorite part of my interview with Neil Parak, in which we will talk about how he got into digital nomading, like all the different things he tried before eventually finding this business model that works really well for him. So enjoy. Let's see, out of university, I got a job in corporate. So I was working in private equity, so venture capital for four years. And I actually liked it. It was, it was fine. It was, it was nothing wrong, but I'm sure we all like are in a cubicle being like, how do I escape the rat race? Or, and you see this picture of a dude with a laptop on a beach and you're like, oh, I want to be that guy, right? So I just went down the rabbit hole of blogs, ended up on like the Tropical MBA podcast. And I was like, okay, I'm going to quit and travel. That's what I want to do. And I thought I'd just travel for a year and it ended up becoming eventually five years, six years. So it just kept going from there. But I did, um, I wanted to have something to do at the beginning as a side hustle, I traveled and also to help out my parents financially a little bit. So I was trying a lot of different things, traditional stuff nomads do, right? Like, um, online drop marketing, shipping. e-commerce, drop shipping, micro blogging, <laughs> like just anything, which I was told online is a traditional nomad business and nothing would work. So this is while I was at, at my company doing this as a side hustle. Finally, it was on Reddit and it came across a post of a guy who started a cleaning company. And so I thought, Hey, I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. Let me try this. And it started to work. And the high intent, it worked because local competition is really not good, right? If you're competing <laughs> against the entire world for, let's say, online marketing or e-commerce, you're competing against the entire world. There's a lot of competition for your niche. With a local company, you're literally only competing against a local market. And on top of that, because it's already kind of a barrier right there, the local market doesn't know what they're doing. Most of these guys are really old school. So if you bring like e-commerce, digital marketing, microblogging tactics down to the local level, you end up crushing it which I only realized in the hindsight. So anyways, we kind of grew and grew and grew. And I think we were doing around 30,000 a month in revenue when I decided to quit and go full-time in 2015. And then I booked a one-day flight to South America and just started traveling from there. Wow, really cool. So what I'm hearing you say is be a big fish in a small <laughs> pond. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Better to do that. Absolutely. It's funny you say that. I always use that phrase like that. That's exactly what this is, is you could use a lot of these tactics that a yeah. lot of us already know in that small pond. So exactly. Cool. So how was that transition for, for you from being in a corporate job with a side hustle? So mm -hmm. you must have been really busy 
like in a cubicle also working in a cubicle most of the time in your corporate job to then quitting and all of a sudden traveling with your own business. How was that transition? Yeah, it was. Um, and, and a question for you, how, um, when did you start your nomad journey? How did you start traveling? Yeah, so that is a difficult question because when I started, I was just traveling. And mm-hmm. then on the road, I didn't want to go back home. I didn't want to start my career, as, which was kind of what I promised myself. Like, oh, I'll just do this for a while and then go back yep. home because I thought it was not possible. Um, so I started my business like truly on the road. <laughs> mm. So I never really had this transition. That is also why I love asking this question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I was, I geared up for like the duality of the lifestyle kind of work by working as a side household. Like my job was very busy, right? It was in finance 50, 60, 70 hours a week. So I did this on the side. So I kind of already geared myself up to having like one thing and doing made this as the side hustle. Back then I was like, I didn't know what I was doing, right? Like I would go and cleaners want to get paid. I'm like, all right, just pull up in front of the corporate building, go down, get cash from the ATM, hand it to them. Like ever thought I was a drug dealer because everyone saw me doing it, right? <laughs> so like no clue what I was doing. So a lot of that kind of stuff I had to luckily systemize because I was going to leave, right? So because I was leaving, saying, hey, I can't hand people cash anymore. How do I actually fix this? So I was able to solve a lot of stuff just because I had the constraint of I'm not going to physically be here anymore. I can't be my own handicap. So luckily it was pretty systemized before I even took off. But it was interesting because like, um, and I asked the question about how you started traveling because I'm sure all of us started traveling just by hostel hopping, right? Or, or at least a lot of us were doing that. And that's what I did when I went to um, South America. I was hostel hopping, which was so fun. You meet so many fascinating people and everyone's traveling, everyone's in a good mood. So I was working like in the common area of a hostel for months at the beginning when I was traveling. And you can't, you're not that productive, right? Because you're like maybe working part-time, checking emails, keeping like the bare minimum going. So I don't recommend starting a business in the common bar area of a hostel. Um, but for me, it worked out fine where I was able to get hopefully the best of both worlds with probably less productivity. And from there, as the business started to grow, I realized, hey, I can't do hostels anymore. And also you kind of grow out of hostels as well. So then I transitioned to more like co-living places or finding an Airbnb next to a co-working space and actually having like a normal schedule was slowing down my travel. I wasn't doing three weeks in one country. I was doing three months in one country. So I think the type of travel changed over time, but that initial transition was very much part-time party at the hostel and part-time working. And it somehow worked, I guess, in hindsight. Yeah. So you mentioned when you were traveling fast, you were just keeping the bare minimum going. When you then transition into more like Airbnbs, co-living, was that also when you focus more on growing the business? Hmm. That's a great question. I, I would almost say like my focus and desires changed. At the beginning when you're traveling, you're just so stoked. You're like, I'm out. I quit my job traveling the world. I'm in the halls. I was meeting fascinating people. So I'd say my focus was not exactly on growing the business. But after some time, you get burnt out from that. Like no one, you don't want to stay in the hostel for years, right? So I'd say, yeah, when I started transitioning, it kind of happened naturally because when you have a little bit more peace and calm around you, a little bit more stable, you know, you go to a co-working space, everyone else is working. You meet nomads who are like having bigger businesses. It kind of paints the picture of, oh, that's normal, right? If you think about it, people who are at hostels, they're backpackers, they're travelers, they're on vacation. It's a very different mindset. So I think the bigger thing for me was just being around people who had that same mindset, meaning other nomads or other people who were local who were working at a co-working space. I think that definitely um, changed it for me. Mm, that's at the bar a little bit higher of like what to work on and what to strive for. 
yeah, like everyone around you is like saying, hey, we're staying here for like three weeks and working, you know, and we just get, we just go hang out and get dinner at nighttime. That's like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing. That just becomes normal, right? So it's definitely a product of your environment, I would say. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. I would appreciate it even more if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. That way, more people can find this podcast, more people can hear the inspiring stories that we're sharing, and the more people we can impact for the better. So thank you so much if you are going to leave a review. I really appreciate you. And I will see you in the next episode.